0: Welcome to Futureproof, the marketing podcast from Said Business School, Oxford University, and Kantar, the data insights and consulting company. In each episode, we speak to industry leaders about the big issues in marketing, sharing evidence and inspiration for the future. This episode.
2: I'm Jane Osler, Global Head of Media, Insights Division of Cantor.
1: I'm Andrew Stephen, the L'Oreal Professor of Marketing and Associate Dean of Research at the Syed Business School.
2: So our guest today is Danielle Lee, who is Global Vice President, Partner Solutions at Spotify. Welcome, Danielle.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: So Spotify recently released the Culture Next report, sort of trends and, and, and thinking about Gen Z. Um, tell us a bit about that.
0: So the Culture Next Global Trends Report is our annual outlook on trends in uh, music, technology, sports, fashion, um, and culture at large um, through the lens of Gen Z and millennials. And uh, we we put this uh, thought leadership piece together really to help brands understand uh, our audience better and understand ways that they can connect with them. I'll highlight a, a few of the findings Specifically, we saw that um, Gen Z and millennials are in the midst of a wake-up call. The excitement around the rapid growth of technology has been displaced um, by a healthy dose of skepticism. And um, they're really reevaluating their relationship with digital media. And so that is quite concerning because, you know, for brands, digital media is really the foundation for how they cultivate relationships with consumers. So that was a really interesting finding. I think the other one is that um, Gen Z and millennials are very uh, self-aware. They're very socially conscious, um, and they're in touch with, you know, their, their feelings. And they're really interested in um, using their digital native skills uh, to impact change, um, to drive change. It's not about conforming to conventional norms. It's really about how do I use... You know my what i believe in and my talents to drive change in the world um so that presents some interesting opportunities for for all marketers
1: so you said that uh younger people are changing their relationship or rethinking their relationship with digital media so can you give us some examples of what that means in practice
0: yeah so um one example of that would be um in terms of uh, political action so on the heels of the U.S. presidential election and Brexit and national anthem uh, kneels, you know, we're seeing invigorated political action with this specific, these two generations. And um, they're they're really looking to um, drive change and using social platforms to voice their perspective on what's happening in the world. And they're also looking for brands to take a stand and be very vocal about where they stand on these issues. Um, So that's one example. I would say the other one that's really interesting is around uh, what what we're calling band of others. Forming these micro-communities around um, different microcultures and um, social issues and, um, you know, fringe fashions. So it's less about age and gender or, you know, where I'm located. Their world is so much smaller because of digital, right? So 60% of uh, millennials and Gen Z say that they have friends that are from another country. Um, You know, 20, 30 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. Um, They have access to so much uh, information and content from all over the world that they're really aligning on common interests as opposed to identity.
2: Okay, so tell us more about how audio plays into that, because if they are grouping together with, you know, on a common interest basis, what role can audio play in that?
0: There is a significant resurgence around audio right now, and I think it's in large part because of uh, the ubiquity and the innovation that has happened in this space. You can stream music and audio content really anywhere at any time, and that's due to how specifically Spotify's strategy has been integrating into all these different devices from connected cars to connected speakers um, and really making sure that people can access Their music and the artists that they love and the content that they love, regardless of what device that they're using. So that's played a big role. I think the other piece is screen exhaustion. People see audio as an opportunity to escape from the screen, which they consume so so much, Um, and so we're able to be part of these other moments throughout their their day that aren't in front of screens. Think about how you get ready in the morning, um, or when you're in the shower, or you're working out, you're in largely not in front of screens in those moments. And so audio is something that travels with you. People have a very personal relationship with music, they're emotionally connected to it. And so, you know, they curate those experiences to amplify their real world behaviors.
1: Talking about sort of the, the personal connection people have to, to not just music, I think, but also content and, and podcasts and, and other forms of audio. Yes. Um, from an emotional standpoint, how, how does that work in the consumer's mind? And then how does Spotify deliver that? Cause you're really delivering an emotional experience. So where does Spotify as a provider of that fit into this? Because now yes. it's all throughout the daily life.
0: Absolutely. Our differentiation is really our streaming intelligence. We um, use our first-party data to really understand the human condition, right? the the current the current um, human need of of the consumer, and we do that through analyzing their streaming behavior, right? And also, it's intuitive that in the morning you're likely getting ready, and um, we, we see certain patterns that we're able to identify and then program to that to those behaviors. So we use a combination of both human curation and algorithmic curation on the algorithmic side it's really about delivering these personalized experiences that are meant for you specifically as an individual because we know how you listen. Um, And you know every every skip, every music selection that you make, any level of engagement that you have with the app, we're learning more about you and learning about what you like, your tastes, um, your moods, your mindsets and the, the behaviors as you curate different playlists um, to accompany you as you're you know, cooking dinner or getting ready for a party. Um, so that is what really fuels um, that product experience and making it really uniquely personalized. And you know, as we come out with new algorithmic playlists, so Discover Weekly was the very first one we did. Um, It was developed during a hack week, and when we launched it, um, we were delighted at how uh, it was received by the market. Um, Discover Weekly is a playlist that we deliver every week, every Monday. Consumers get 30 new songs, and it's really to help them discover new content on the platform. Since then, we've launched other personalized playlists, so all 217 million monthly active users get their own version of Discover Weekly. And we're doing that with Daily Mix. We're doing that with one that, that we did last year was your Summer Rewind, uh, your Time Capsule, which really leans into nostalgia and identifies songs that you would have listened to in your teen years. So we've, we've found great ways of taking this treasure trove of streaming intelligence that we sit on and developing product experiences and consumer experiences that will delight our users and have them engage more with the service.
2: Do you think, Danielle, that this also plays to Generation Z's need for control? Because we know from our research they like to control what media they're seeing, you know, when and where, and they have a choice about it. And I know my teenage kids are kind of permanently listening to Spotify. Do, is it something to do with the fact that they have the ability to listen to what they want and where they want but they have some element of control over the content well you
0: know it's interesting this um this trend that we're seeing is very akin to tv so when tv moved from broadcast to on-demand you saw a lot more personalization a lot more binge watching right that whole phenomenon was born out of this on-demand capability and so we're seeing very much the same thing in audio right binge so listening Absolutely. Okay. You heard it here first, binge <laughs> listening. So now that audio is not a purely a broadcast experience, it's on demand. You can, you know, select the songs or select the podcast that you want to listen to. We're seeing a lot more of that, uh, you know, higher consumption and binge listening. And we're also seeing that the format of you know long form interviews, specifically in podcasts, is now the most popular um, format listen to on the on the service
1: so let's talk about podcasts uh, a bit more yeah near and dear to our hearts so you know you've made some recent acquisitions in terms of podcasting but but more broadly how is this sitting in the user experience alongside the music experience so you know with personalization around music and, and and playlists and that connection i think that that's you know, made between the user and, and Spotify as a, as a platform for this important part of your life, where do then podcasts sit within that mix?
0: Spotify has the ambition of being the global leading audio platform. And podcasts is sort of our first step beyond music, right? So um, we've acquired um, a few podcast companies uh, recently, Gimlet and Anchor, to name a few. And there the strategy really is to Bring the, the discovery and the personalization that people enjoy on the music experience to the podcast world. Um, in just a year and a half, we've.
2: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
0: become the number two player in podcasts and it's about having the right collection of content but also providing people podcasters with the tools to develop their own podcasts and distribute them on the platform and so we want to afford that opportunity to a really diverse audience bringing different stories to the platform that are going to resonate with our consumers
2: I guess podcasts have the ability to be kind of both niche and broad reach depending on the topic matter. So tell us a little bit more about Spotify Originals and some of the content that you're producing there.
0: Our strategy for Spotify Originals is partnering with celebrity talent that have a strong point of view. Um, So earlier this year, we announced uh, Unbothered with Jamal Hill, who is a sports journalist, um, and her podcast explores pop culture through Unique Voices, so she brings guests onto the platform to talk about different trends that are happening. And then we've recently announced that we are doing a development deal with the Obamas. So that will cover a range of topics, and we're excited to bring uh, those stories to the platform. We've also spent a lot of time thinking about not just celebrity talent, but also really empowering different creators from around the world. Um, We have a program called Sound Up, that uh, really teaches underserved communities how to podcast. And then we fund pilots around sort of the, the winners from these workshops, um, the first of which launched in the U.S. That podcast is Dope Labs. It has two co-hosts who are best friends, and they also happen to be PhD scientists. They, their names are Titi and, and Zakia, And really, their podcast really focuses on trends in social media through a uniquely science lens. They talk about things like man weaves, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it is in social media. And they talk about the science of hair loss. Um, They talk about cuffing season, time to Valentine's Day. And apparently people break up after, you know, when winter's about to end. And that's actually a phenomenon that exists in the animal kingdom. So it's a really, really fun podcast. And yeah, just a different lens to, to, to think about these trends.
1: I'm curious on Spotify Originals where the ideas come from for, for sort of commissioning these, uh, these podcast series because, you know, you're sitting on this treasure trove of data. So how much of this, you know, almost back to what you were saying around sort of human curation versus algorithmic curation in the, you know, Spotify Originals strategy, how much of this is data-driven and sort of serving what you're inferring from what, Users are already doing and what you think that they might like, and then that feeds some kind of development process.
0: You know, it's still really early days for us in podcasts, and um, we w- we're really focused on just having a rich catalog. So we have about 250,000 podcasts on our platform. But beyond that, you know, as we move into the original space, I could see a world where we're, you know, using our data in a much more Um, strategic way to uh, in the development process for of of our uh, spotify originals Um, that's not currently how we're working
2: tell us a bit about monetizing podcasts or how advertising (laughs) works in a podcast context Um, because it's not like radio but it's kind of similar so what are the best ways for you to monetize your podcast and what would you recommend that agencies and brands do
0: That's my favorite topic. (laughs) Excellent. Good question. (laughs) Good question. So we have a few models. Um, One is um, sponsorship. So um, brand sponsoring a podcast that has a following and then working with that host to do host read ads. What I love about those is that the host really serves as a, a bit of a brand ambassador and usually has some sort of relationship with the product or service and can really speak from their personal perspective. And, you know, that really influences the listeners to consider the opportunity. So that's one way. We also work with brands to curate and develop their own branded podcasts. And that's an exciting opportunity, specifically for brands that have a strong editorial voice, have credibility or a subject matter expert in an area. So you could think about, you know, a mattress company that has really developed a lot of science around sleep and um, sleep rituals. Apparently, sleep is something that people have trouble doing. And no <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's one of the top five searches on Spotify. Um, and we have lots of meditation playlists and ambient playlists. Um, and so you could think about. Someone that has a, a subject is a subject matter, a brand that is a subject matter expert, developing their own podcast. So we also offer uh, that opportunity.
1: Speaking of brands and how they not just not just maybe around podcasts, but Spotify as a platform in its entirety, what are some other approaches to sort of creative uses of audio that brands might want to take using Spotify? Because obviously we've talked about advertising and. Even that insight about, um, you know, sleep is searched for a lot. So maybe if you're in the sleep business, then there's there's a content play there. But sort of I'm thinking more expansively, so ideas for, for brands around creative uses of Spotify.
0: I love that you've asked that question because it's something that we really um, spend a lot of time thinking about, consulting brands on. The experience on Spotify is so personal that we really want brands to um, create native Audio assets that really lean into the context of the user, um, not just taking their radio ad and putting it on Spotify. Um, because the the beauty of it is that you understand the mood and the mindset of the consumer and potentially what they what they could be doing, and therefore you know serve a relevant message that leans into that understanding. Uh, one of the things that we've done um, with Snickers is leverage our streaming intelligence to identify um, when a consumer is behaving differently than they normally do. They have an amazing brand campaign called You're Not You When You're Hungry. Um, And so they challenged us with, what does that look like in the streaming world? Um, And so we used our our data to identify and then target people that were listening to music genres that they don't typically listen to and serve them with a custom audio ad that we developed in partnership with Snickers that calls that out that they're behaving differently. So you could think about a hip-hop um, loyalist now listening to a classic rock uh, playlist, for example. And then you know the, the call to action was then driving that consumer to a personalized playlist called The Hunger Hits. So that one did really, really well. It went viral socially um, and has won a bunch of awards. So we're really proud of that work. Another example that we've done uh, was a, with uh, Warner Brother Pictures for *Stars Born*. Fantastic movie with uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Hope you've all seen it. Yes. We did a 3D audio experience uh, on Spotify, first first of its kind, where it was this really immersive sound experience that kind of sh- you could hear the different levels of the sound. It moved from left to right and the idea was really trying to recreate that surround sound experience that consumers love in the movie theater. Um, and that was really to drive, you know, viewership and get people to go see it. So um, those are some really fun things that we've done um, with brands. And we, we really want to challenge marketers to think about the potential of audio beyond just running a broadcast uh, type of experience really Having having more of a dialogue with them,
2: so I have a theory that um, agencies and brands for some time now have actually neglected audio as one of the creative possibilities. It's not where they go first. You know, they're thinking of video and they're thinking of visuals. It's not a
0: must buy today.
2: Yeah, so it's maybe an underexploited sort of potential avenue for creativity. So, what is Spotify doing to? help agencies and brands understand audio better?
0: Well, that's a big reason we're here at Cannes. This is our seventh year uh, with Cannes Lions, and really this is the epicenter of creativity, right, um, in our industry. And so our uh, Spotify Beach experience really is leaning into audio. We have podcasts front and center, um, really educating the market about what the potential is there, Um, but then also exploring all of the different um, advertising solutions that we have, our targeting capabilities, our measurement capabilities. But at the heart of that is audio. Um, So we have, interestingly enough, a short tutorial called Creativity You Can't See. And we have these Spotify codes in different places around our beach where you can scan the code and it'll pull up an episode that talks about how sound can be used in a creative way um, for different moments, from chill moments to focus moments, and really kind of opening up the aperture for creatives to think about audio in a different way. So we'll be hosting creatives on our beach and and really challenging them to partner with us to develop next practices for audio. What you know? How do we kind of break the mold and? give people different experiences that have sound and storytelling at the heart of them. So those are two of the things that we're really excited about. And um, we're, we're also engaging young creatives, right. um, To, to really, because they're, they're really the ones that think outside the box. From my experience, my kids are always teaching me something new. I'm like, how'd you know how to do that? (laughs) Um, So um, we're, we're really excited to lean into that audience future proof for all episodes and more information visit uk.cantar.com or oxfordfutureofmarketing.com please leave us a rating and a review and subscribe within your podcast app so you know when new episodes are released thank you